and a one and a two and you know what to do. I had the Mulraney's Black Bottom song stuck in my head for the entire day after I watched it. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. What what did you think of the movie? I mean, it's a loaded question. Um, I thought it was an amazing movie. I thought the acting was brilliant. Cinematography was beautiful, which I haven't heard anyone talk about how beautiful like visually it is. So I was kind of surprised by that. I had been holding out watching it. Because I just get sad every time I see Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a, uh, and to think he did this whole movie when he had cancer, and I, I heard he didn't even tell anyone. You know, I, I mean, I believe it. Yeah, and it was a really like physically taxing role too. And I was thinking as I was watching it, you know, both the best actor front runners this year had challenges physically. One, in that Chadwick Boseman was very sick, and two, in that Anthony Hopkins is in his 80s. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, And film sets aren't the most relaxing places to be either. So, you know, granted, I guess it's a little easier if you're the star. But yeah, I feel like they both had some, what's the word I'm looking for? Challenges. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Challenges challenges or or opportunities if you're if you're an optimist. I was reminded of Bernie Mac when uh, when Chadwick died. Bernie Mac, I don't know if you're a fan, but uh, he famously, I forget uh, what he had, but he he took an oxygen tank with him into his uh, his last few films including uh, who's uh, guess who's the guess who's coming to dinner remake. I mean remake remake. Yeah. I thought he had I didn't know that he was sick before he died. I thought he had a heart attack. Yeah, but he yeah, he was taking oxygen and didn't tell anybody. He was sick leading up to it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's our intro. <laughs> they yell about directors, yell about the plot, yell about the acting, but they also talk a lot, but mostly Josh and Cassie. Fun, just fun, happy, light yeah. talk today. <laughs> light talk. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Josh and Cassie all about movies. Hey, Josh, how are you? <laughs> hey, Cassie, I'm doing great. I was in New York again, and uh, you know, fun story. Uh, some gay friends of mine I met. They, I told them about our podcast, and they said Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. It was their new favorite movie? Of course. So you know what, guys? I mean, maybe we weren't the right. Yeah, we don't listen to us, right? We don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that talking crab, he had it going on. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So I'm an entertainment journalist and Cassie. I yep, I'm Cassie. TV newser. Um a Mm. yoga teacher. Right. You say I'm a stay-at-home actress. That's my favorite joke to tell people. Stay-at-home actress. I love it. it. Get home. Uh, Yes. And we're a weekly movie review podcast that likes to look at current films and be part of the conversation online. And this week we're talking about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, and the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman and the fact that he did not win Best Actor for the Academy Award after they rearranged the the timing of the Best Actor Award at the end of the night to give it to Chadwick Boseman. And then Anthony Hopkins was not there and he fell asleep to receive the award. So it was. I mean, he's a- in Wales. So it's the middle of the night for him. You know what I mean? And what they're saying is that he allegedly <laughs> requested to like Skype in, but the Academy said no, which like imagine saying no to Anthony mm. Hopkins about yeah, anything. I would never. I would. But that's, uh, you know, that's the rumor. But yes, that does seem very odd. I guess it definitely goes to show that truly no one knows who who is going to win except maybe the person who puts the sticker on the little envelope i i, I don't know i i'm not sure how they let that happen 
I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this week. Yeah. Will it be Ma Rainey or will it be the Black Bottom? Well, you know, I have a thought on it, but I won't spill it quite yet. Excellent. It was a great film. Okay, Cassie, what did you think about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? It definitely, you could tell even watching without knowing going into it that it was based on a play. Like it felt like a yeah. felt like watching a play, which is cool. I really enjoy that sometimes. Like I said, the cinematography was amazing. The costuming was amazing. Mm-hmm. I believe costumes won the Oscar. And there the should have been a special Oscar for Viola Davis's teeth in that, that film. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that she had to look so sweaty the entire... I mean, there must have been someone there just misting her with a, with a spray bottle the entire time. Yeah. Like, I get that the heat was, like, part of the story, but, like, she was definitely much sweatier than everyone else was throughout the entire film. That's like the opposite of what you do for a film set. They powder your nose to keep you from not looking sweaty. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually didn't even recognize her at first. I was like, is that, is that Viola Davis? Whoa. I know. I know. I was watching with my friend and she was like, is it? And I was like, yes, yes, it is. And yeah. then, oh, I don't know if you saw it. The, the movie's on Netflix. And if you Netflix, as you know, just skips through the credits and it's like, hey, maybe you'd like to watch this Chadwick Boseman retrospective. Did you catch that? Oh, mm-mm. It's great. You can watch it afterwards. Guys, watch it. You'll appreciate Chadwick even more. It has all of his co-stars and friends saying great things about him, like we're going to say today, I suspect. Okay. Well, we're sad. We do. (laughs) That's why I don't want to watch it. But, you know, thanks for letting me know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. So the film is primarily set in Chicago. They have an opening, a music number. I forget. It's it's in a club somewhere. Where I'm not sure where it is, but it sort of sets the tone for the film. You see Viola Davis is the, the titular Ma Rainey character. She's this vibrant jazz musician with an amazing voice and these crazy dentures in her teeth that make her look like some, I don't know, like some sort of monster almost, you know. She looks, <laughs> I feel like she almost had like a grill or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. There's, there's like an early forerunner of like rappers, like Chingy. <laughs> so that was great. But also the movie gives you like, right, the opening scene gives you a taste of the whole rest of the film because she's trying to lead this whole troupe. And then Chadwick Boseman runs to the front of the stage with his, with his trumpet. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, my show now. Yeah. It's my show. Uh, and it was, and it did turn out to be his show. <laughs> did yeah. it, really. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot going on in this film. When Chadwick Boseman and the rest of the band, I believe his three other members of the band, arrive in this club in Chicago, and their white manager is like, where's Ma? Where's Ma? Where's Ma? Mm -hmm. And they're like, she'll be here. She'll be here. You know, as if to say, I mean, she's the woman in charge. She can afford to take her time because she knows her place, which is pretty rare for uh, a black woman at that time, you know. And consequently, uh, the police chief seemed to feel she was a little bit uppity when uh, she shows up on the scene. And uh, Cassie, walk us through that. Gosh, I don't know if I can walk, <laughs> walk us through oh, well, it. I, the, I just were, remember there was a confrontation on the yeah, street. And yes, it was very, very divided. It was like a, you know, like a group of white people basically harassing Ma. Yeah. And and Ma just saying, you know, like I didn't do anything wrong or or whatever. And basically she was like, you know, step back and in the end in the end he did, right? Uh, yeah, I, I remember she said, Oh, I didn't do nothing. He just fell. And then okay. the police chief like, I'm gonna haul you guys off to the paddy wagon. He had this big Irish accent. And then a manager right, was like, the paddy wagon. Yeah, how can I forget <laughs> the paddy wagon? <laughs> Funny phrase to say. And the and her manager's like gives the cops some money and he's like, Ma, I gotta tell I, I got it all taken care of. 
get it all taken care of. Okay, that's right. So in the meantime, Chadwick shows up with some brand new, awesome yellow shoes. He's like, I got some new shoes now. I could play some good music now. (laughs) And that's and that's and that's also another theme of the film because throughout throughout the film, his band members step on his shoes, and that really just sets him off. Like he feels like his whole life is being trampled on, like his shoes are being trampled on, you know? I was like I was trying to think if there was a deeper meaning to that. Like what do the shoes what do the shoes represent? I'm always thinking about stuff like that. I wasn't sure, sure if I was overthinking it or because clearly he was very attached to these shoes that that um seeing someone step on them led him to <laughs> commit murder. Um Yeah, well oh wow. Okay, giving it away, giving it away. That's okay. We've all seen it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, he he mentions his mom at the end, near the end, and that that amazing, like, just brutal speech about where's your God now? They yeah. didn't. He didn't come to save my mama. So yeah, maybe it has something. Maybe the shoes have something to do with his mom. We, I mean, there's there's a lot of backstory with with Chadwick's character. We don't know. Yeah, he had a couple amazing monologues that I was like, okay, this is. <laughs> This is why people wanted him to win the Oscar, right? And this is why he was deserving. Like, I, I get it. I, I do. Yeah. And, and from the audience perspective, my friend was reminding me, too, that, like, it, it, it depends on who you are as to how you see Ma Rainey. Like, some people might see her as, like, this villain character. Like, mm-hmm. she's in everybody's way. She's taking her time, doesn't care about anybody. But also, I mean, other people might see her as uh, the hero of the story. Yeah. Who's making making black music in a white club where no one else was doing that, you know? She just wants a Coke. She's just a lady who wants her <laughs> <Yeah>. Coca-Cola. <laughs> and can't Someone we all relate to that? Soda. Like, you know? Yeah, we can. We can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I think I got the feeling that she was someone who has just been, like, jerked around her entire life and was sure. just kind of, you know, like, on her, like didn't want to put up with it anymore. So yeah. I, mean, I think she had a short fuse and she just didn't want to be pushed around, jerked around, whatever you want to say. That's yeah. the feeling I got from her. Sure. Which is weird that she wound up with Chadwick Boseman's character, but we'll get to that later. She also uh, dragged along, felt like she dragged along two other characters that I wasn't sure. Okay. One of them was like her nephew or son or her, something. Her nephew right? and her girlfriend. Or whatever she was. We don't, <laughs> like she was the backup singer in her the lover. band. Her lover. But, but she was, you know, like hold parading her around like she was her toy or something yeah know? she was really pretty i yes. might do that too <laughs> if yeah. i had her but but chadwick boseman wants a piece of that also it turns out and he gets a piece of that <laughs> yeah yes that's, that's another spoiler <laughs> sorry um, sorry and that uh, that becomes a source of tension with uh, with ma oh oh and another thing before ma gets there there's a, a tent well not a there's a confrontation with his band because they want to do the old style arrangements, and he has he has a new sound. It's this new sound, you guys. You should hear it. And apparently, he had an agreement with the club owner in advance to to make his own arrangements of the songs. And we find out later, Taxi to buy the songs, and he thinks he's going to perform them, and that right leads to the end of the film. But but uh, yeah, there's this big push and pull with you know the band. Everybody else in the band wants to do it Ma's way, and he wants to do it his way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's. Interesting because this takes place in uh, what the twenties, right? And yeah. I feel like this is something that we still hear talked about today, like right, like white people ripping off black people's music, all people of color. So, like this is, I mean, it's tale as old as time, I guess. Like this is really has been happening for 
a long time and it's still happening. <laughs> yeah. And and speaking of that knife at the end, they really stuck a knife into the into the viewers with with the final moment where the club owner produces all of I believe his name is Levy. Chadwick Boseman's character is Levy. He produces all of his music, gives it to the white band members, and you see them playing it in like this, you know, nineteen twenties, possibly nineteen forties jazz style. I yeah. Forget, yeah. And then like the white guy just sort of like gives like a thumbs up or points to the screen or something. And you know, and it's like a just yeah, it's just like a knife to the back of the of the audience, just to to remind yeah. them. Yeah, there was yeah, there, you're right. There was a literal knife in the back, and then there was a, yeah. a metaphorical knife in the back of of all of them. Yeah, totally. It's a good point. Good point, Josh. <laughs> I make a few. Thanks, Cassie. I think that her her having her nephew having him do introducer sort of humanized her a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I wasn't sure why she was. So I went down on having that happen, but yeah, I guess it was because she just really wanted her nephew to be part of it. I definitely, I got the feeling that she was maybe someone who like didn't have children herself. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just got that feeling. So no, you're right. It did humanize her and show that she had a softer side and she wasn't all about like getting it done right away because I think they had to redo it, what, like eight times. (laughs) And even when he did it right, it still wasn't like, you know, the delivery Mm -hmm. wasn't exactly perfect. Yeah. Most of the film was about these musical takes they were doing. The film was only an hour and a half. So it's pretty short. Yeah. So half the film is kind of about them trying to record the music. The other half is them sort of in the green room, just talking about Ma and the band and then Levy talking about his songs and also his shoes. He's like, you stepped on my shoe. Oh, his shoes. He loves his shoes so much. He did. It's it's his rosebud, you know. So yeah, I didn't we did I didn't see Mank. I don't know if we're ever going to do that one, but it's a Citizen Kane reference. It's probably a Mank. I either. I, I, I heard a lot of Mank. I've heard a lot of weird things. Maybe we should do that one. We should, yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah, those shoes. They were uh, they were pretty cool. And when they were stepped on, I was lo- looking at him and trying to see like what he saw, and I was like, they look fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they look the same. Well, they they weren't the same to him. Obviously, yeah. he was, he just went to war over those shoes. Mm-hmm. He wanted an apology and he wanted it now. And the other guy who I, I, I recognize the oldest actor in that, in that, that film, didn't you? Me too. But I was like, what do I know him from? Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't place him. It was such a great cast though. All around. Like, yeah. I like this movie does have like a lot of unsung heroes, unsung, get it? Cause like. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but yeah, the whole cast really shone through. I felt like in this film. But you're right. I recognized him too, and I have no idea what I, I recognize. I, I think he was in some f- uh, famous black sitcoms of the past. I can't remember which oh, one. I feel yeah, like. possibly. Yeah, but not Amen though. That's Sherman Helmsley. So if you get Amen. Oh my gosh! Listen, okay, Cassie plus audience, watch Amen on YouTube. Okay, Sherman Helmsley, the dad on the Jefferson, starred in another show called Amen. He was a pastor. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's enough. Eighties black comedy. Uh, or what it was it? definitely a comedy. It was a comedy. And it was That's like a, on TV? It was very much on TV for about five seasons. It ran, ran at about the same time as a, a Different World, the sequel to The Cosby Show. Okay. Okay. So like 80, late 80s to early to mid 90s. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's your black sitcom uh, trivia for Yeah, I was mostly me. watching Saved by the Bell, I think. And the- There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, when you were coming up, they had cable. And then because I, I, I watched the show because, you know, it was sitcoms and they just repeat everything on local channels anyway so mm-hmm. all right Cindy. let's see and what what's up 
syndication, right? Yeah, syndication. All right. Yeah, the kind of the love interest between Chadwick and Ma didn't really seem to have much to do, did she? I mean, was there a love interest between them, though? Lust interest. You know, they both wanted this girl. Oh, I thought you meant like with each other. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, just, right. <laughs> no yeah. She didn't really have much to do, right? Hot girl. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why she was there other than just like create tension between like, yeah, the two main characters, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ma's, Ma's side piece kind of just like along for the ride. Yeah. And, and that tension boils all the way up to this like final simmering knife battle of where what happened? Did he step on a shoe again? No, not the one where he stabs him, but right before that, where he's, he's talking about your God, your God, you know, and he step on a shoe. Ha- what happened? I'm trying to remember what led up to it. It wasn't the shoe. It was something else. Yeah. Oh, he was just talking about how God, uh, like. Yeah. He, he just mentioned God in general. Right. He just mentioned God in general. Maybe he did something for him or whatever. And he's like, you know, your God, what'd your God ever do to me? And then right. he, he pulled out his knife and everybody. And it's like, they didn't play clips at the Oscars. Maybe that's why he didn't win it. Because if they played that clip, you'd have been everybody would have been crying. He said, "Where's your God now?" You know, as he's dying of cancer. Where's your God now? I mean, right. he's like you can see him. He's like forty or fifty pounds lighter than he was in Black Panther. Really sad. Yeah, I noticed I mean, that too. He looked he looked ill. Yeah. Yeah, but he was still still a very powerful presence on screen. Where's mm-hmm. your God now? And it went on for like five minutes, just screaming, pointing a knife at the you know at the the ceiling. Yeah. You're right. I mean, he probably, you know, tapped into what what was going on in his life to to get that kind of emotion out of him, I'm sure. I mean, that's what actors do. So, it's so it's just so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. It's such a it's such a uh, kind of a dark movie anyway. So like and but obviously there's a big cloud over the whole thing now too, watching it, at least for me. Just knowing that he's not here anymore. It's very sad. Hey, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yes. Did you, see, did you see the Marvel thing that was really Yeah, that's why, that's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait till like 2023, I think, for, was it? Or two? I think I think this is July 2022. This 2022. Morning. Okay. But, um, you know. they didn't. I didn't read if there's any details about it or if they'll use like old footage of him like they like they did in that terrible princess leia scene from yeah, that the last weird. star wars movie yeah, yeah. i don't know I, I don't know i i hope i hope he just dies off screen and then they play old videos of him that way yeah i mean i know they're not recasting him they said right no i just you know i hope he dies off screen instead of like using old footage of him before he dies uh-huh uh-huh right I see what you know like like anyway so yeah chadwick and then what happened between do you remember what happened between that last scene where he's like, you're God now and your God didn't save you. Like he didn't save my mama. And then his voice chokes up. And then like five minutes later, he stabs the guy. Do you remember what happened in between those two scenes? I he don't. stepped on his shoe. <laughs> he stepped on Okay, his- right. He stepped on his shoe. But there was another scene in between that, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember. All right. I can't remember. We are cutting this part out. Yeah. We're on our, it's Monday morning, you guys. <laughs> I don't know when you'll be watching this or listening to this, but it's Monday morning. That's right. Also, oh my gosh, guys, again, I forgot to apologize last week. Life happened. Sorry I didn't get this last episode out to a Friday. That's why I put the YouTube video out. We're on YouTube now. Don't forget. Yeah. You can get a glimpse into our, into Josh's bedroom in my little living room. That's right. I threw all my clothes behind the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I put lipstick on today. So, you know. Oh, look at you're that. You're welcome. Uh-huh. And uh, you have some sort of a safari hat going on there? Because my hair looks like s-h-i-t yes i do all right so the the final the final like explosive scene he steps on his shoe which i think the third time if not the second time but just tension's been boiling up 
been boiling over with Chadwick this whole time. Oh, yeah, right before that, what led to this scene was the fact that the club owner, who we didn't know, but apparently he'd promised to buy his music the whole time. Like, I guess he'd talked to him before they got to Chicago. He offered him like a large sum of money for back then, let's say $100. And then instead he gives him like $5. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, that's not what we agreed on. He's like, well, you could take it or leave it. And he was he had already come up there with the intent to sell his music, to play his songs. So this white man was just ripping his heart out. I, um, everything from him. I know at the end he wound up giving them 25, like 25 each. And I did, yeah. I like Googled what that would be today. And it was like, I think like 300 $68 or something like that. So like not mm-hmm. much for like, you know, the work that they were doing even yeah. then really, but yeah. And, and then for Chadwick, he gave him, a, oh, do you remember the, the, the number he gave him for his music? It was a lot less than he promised them originally. Mm-hmm. So, but, but anyway, it was just another sign that, you know, he'd been disregarded and you get the feeling he, Chadwick Boseman's character, he'd felt boxed in his whole life. Like he was, yeah, there was layers to this character because at first he's yeah. just like this kind of like cocky, silly, yeah. like, you know, showboat the, kind of person. Right. There's a lot more. Yeah, a guy that gets the girl and sorry, in this pretty intense scene. Which which yeah. scene? Oh, he gets the hot girl in this pretty intense scene. Oh, in the sex scene? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just say yeah, sex right, scene. Right. We can say sex. Right. We're grown up. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. And then I think of Ma Rainey. Someone sees it. Is it Ma Rainey's nephew? No, it was it was the older guy. I think he was the like, older guy who gets stabbed for yeah Chadwick Boseman's character, and he like knocked on the door and was like, "Whoa!" He didn't like see yeah. It, he like could yeah. infer like what was happening. Yeah. Mm. So, so that last shoe stepping scene didn't last long. He said, he "said You better apologize." He's like, he's like, I already told you, I'm sorry. He's like, "What else you want me to do?" And he turns around and then Chadwick stabs him. And he, my friend, I will say he didn't seem very sorry. No, <laughs> he's like not saying that it confuses him being that's murdered, a, but you he go. did not that's, seem that's, sorry. It was not a genuine apology. Yes, well, um, not good enough for Chadwick Boseman's yeah. character, Levy. Yeah, and my friend audibly gasped when we watched that scene together because it was just it, yeah, yeah. It comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh my god, what? Like, yeah, it's a shocker. It's just, yeah. a, just a brutal moment. You didn't. <sighs> I mean, I guess I, I guess if you're someone who watches movies and tries to figure out what's going to happen, you might have seen something like this happening already because they just had a knife fight. So, um, where, I mean, I was a little surprised. I guess it was shock, but like the, the men that were in the room watching this happen, <laughs> they just yeah. kind of stood there. I I don't know. I guess you don't know what you're going to do in that situation until you're in it. But yeah, Right, sure. I remember was, thinking, uh, like, why are they not freaking out right now? They're just standing Exactly. You, you never know what's going to happen until you're in it, Cassie. It yeah. was like the time I was I was with my friend Michelle in a Manhattan diner eating breakfast, and a cockroach crawled out of my breakfast burrito. <laughs> You've told this story before. But not on the podcast, right? No, you have. Great. In that case, del- deleting this also. <laughs> deleting. This. That's a good story. <laughs> okay, <laughs> leaving it in. Never mind. Leaving it in. Okay. But yeah, That's no, they just backed thing. away. Yeah, they just backed away. But what are you going to do? He already killed the guy. Oh, and he was like, Chadwick didn't even, he almost, the, the character didn't register what he'd done or didn't even believe it. He's like, you're going to be okay. He was holding him as he was falling. He was holding him all the way to the ground. He's like, you're going like, to okay. you're gonna be okay. You're going to be okay. That. Yeah. Don't What's look at me like that. Like, he's dying. Yeah. He's dead. That's how he's looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me. He was, he was just a crazed animal in that moment. Just, yeah. Out for blood, but he just he had that he rage meter up to ten. Yeah, 
Yeah, and the other two guys in the band just backed away. What are they going to do? Tackle a guy, crazy guy with a knife? You know? Yeah, that's true. I know. Yeah, <laughs> self-preservation, I guess. And yeah, and then you don't see Ma again at the end. She kind of fades away three quarters of the way through the film. Yeah, and it's about Chad. It's all about Chadwick. And then, like we said. And it's the white guys playing the music. Oh, but then and then another little touching coda is you see the real Ma Rainey, yeah. who was a real character at the end. And she did not have those grilled teeth, though. So I don't know where they came up with that idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those were some so, teeth. I bet those were uncomfortable. I don't know. You think? Uh, like Rami Malek and his fake teeth in yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. So, yeah. So, anyway, circling back to the Oscars. Yes. I'll ask you first. Okay. Do you think... Chadwick Boseman should have won. Yes. You do? Yeah. Would you like to expand? <laughs> what's, what's to expand? I mean, I guess I guess you could argue that Anthony Hopkins gave a more sustained performance. Because, like, for instance, possibly. Possibly, I say, because it, it seemed more sustained. But just that's only because, you know, immediately what's the deal with this character. Oh, he's got dementia. Oh, he's... He's losing his, you know, losing his memories. But with Chadwick Boseman's character, Levy, it's more of a sustained, gradual transformation. Or so we think. He's already in that mode, but we just don't see it yet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I mean, there's, he had a lot of layers. And in, uh, in that in that 15-minute Netflix dot, which you guys should watch, that uh, will roll immediately after Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix. The cast, like Viola, and even the Felicia Rashad, the mom from The Cosby Show, who apparently taught him a class at Brown University, they uh, they showed the notes he would he would take in the margin margin liners of, of the script, and just talk about just like these amazing like insights he would have about the character. So yeah, he okay. yeah he really he really worked at it. He he was he was originally a director. That's what he wanted to do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why do all and then Felicia Rashad, Felicia Rashad laughs on the documentary. She's like, and he turned out pretty good at that, didn't he? Mm. You know, acting. She meant yeah, he was pretty good at that too. So uh, yeah, he was. Anthony Hopkins was a more sustained performance, but just typically the Academy Awards goes for like these like, you know, kind of o- over the top scenes that they show in their clips, you know, when they're running like, you know, the best actor awards, you know, or the best film, they'll show like a little clip. Yeah. And typically the most dramatic film. I mean, the most dramatic moment is usually the one that takes on the gold. And there was no, there was nothing in The Father to match that, that level of intensity that Chadwick has. Well, I think the final scene in The Father match that intensity and i think that's why he won but you are right about like i hadn't thought about chadwick's characters had more or character had more layers to it so yeah i'll give you that honestly i don't think there was like a wrong answer per se because i think they are both so amazing i do think i wanted anthony hopkins to win i thought he deserved it and but that doesn't take anything away and certainly isn't to say that chadwick boseman wasn't absolutely amazing too you know i don't think like i don't think there there could have been a wrong move in this in this situation but obviously the way the oscars handled it was done very poorly yeah but you know i I don't think the academy made a bad decision or anything like that i just maybe they need to like talk these things over like before that right it, it should it, it should be it, it should be staged like wrestling you know what i mean like right it should be, it's a show you want to stage it like a show right everyone what? won already like apparently not yeah but you know what i mean it shouldn't be a mystery from the presenters of the show what's going on they should be in control of the show true, true. They, they should hold a ballot and talk about it beforehand and if they saw that anthony hopkins won by like one vote or whatever 
they should have called everybody in the comments line and said, hey, how about we do a co-winner this year? How about that, huh? Just our stupid show. We could we could give two winners. They could have made them both a winner, you know? Because at, the end, day, at the end of the day, it's, it's just the Oscars, you know? <laughs> like, I know. I know, guys. Well, people love to argue about the Oscars, and we love to yell about movies. Fun. So, so we today, you know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. So, give me, give me, give me your review. I mean, it was a fantastic movie. I will say, and this is nothing against it. This is just a me thing. It was a little slow for me. I don't know. Maybe okay. I need to see more like shiny objects to distract me. I have no idea. Even, even at an hour and a half, it was it was a short film. Kinda, yeah. I mean, okay. by comparison, like. The father, I was super in like in no other circumstance would you compare these two movies, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but I was really enthralled by the father the entire time and like crying the entire time. And this one, while very good, I just I don't know. Anyway, so right, no, we we didn't see the point of it early on, right? You're like, okay, right. they're making music, so what? So I guess I'll take off point five for my <laughs> getting a little bored. I'll say nine point five. Coke bottles <laughs> out of 10. Oh, Coke bottles. Yeah. It, yeah. I thought, I thought, I mean, I love the performances. Like you said, mm -hmm. I thought they could have used a little more development scenes. So we'd know the audience would know a little bit more about what's going on, guys. Just, you know, just one or two five minute scenes, make it an hour 45. What do you say? I'm going to, I'm going to give this nine gold dancing shoes out of 10. All right. To make good music with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and that's all, folks. That's all. Isn't that from Looney Tunes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Copyright infringement. Okay. Well, well, this was fun. Room. That's right. I threw all my clothes behind the bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I put lipstick on today. So, you know. Oh, look at you're that. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and uh, you have some sort of a safari hat going on there? Because my hair looks like that's H-I-T. Yes, I do. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, all right, so the the final the, the final like explosive scene, he steps on his shoe, which I think was it the third time, if not the second time, but just tension's been boiling been boiling over with Chadwick this whole time. Oh yeah, right before that, right before oh I, that, what led to this scene was the fact that the club owner who we didn't know, but apparently he'd promised to buy his music the whole time. Like I guess he'd talked to him before they got to Chicago. He offered him like a large sum of money for back then, let's say a hundred dollars. And then instead it gives him like $5. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, that's not what we agreed on. He's like, well, you could take it or leave it. And he was, he had already come up there with the intent to sell his music, to play his songs. So this white man was just ripping his heart out. I, from him. I know at the end he wound up giving them 25, like 25 each. And I did, yeah. I like Googled what that would be today. And it was like, I think like $368 or something like that. So like not mm -hmm. much for like, you know, the work that they were doing even yeah. then really. But yeah. And, and then for Chadwick, he gave him, a, oh, do you remember the, the, the number he gave him for his music? It was a lot less than he promised them originally. Mm -hmm. So, but, but anyway, it was just another sign that, you know, he'd been disregarded and you get the feeling this, he, Chadwick's Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman's character had, He'd felt boxed in his whole life. Like he was. Yeah. There was layers to this character. Cause at first he's yeah. just like this kind of like cocky, silly, yeah. like, you know, showboat the, kind of person. Right. And then you find out that 
There's a lot more. Yeah, guy that gets the girl, and sorry, in this pretty intense scene. Which which yeah. scene? Oh, he gets the hot girl in this pretty intense scene. Oh, and the sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, say yeah, sex right, scene. Right. We can say sex. Right. We're grown up. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. And then I think of Mulraney. Someone sees it. Is it Mulraney's nephew? No, it was. It was the older guy. I think he was the older guy who gets stabbed for yeah Chadwick Boseman's character. And he like knocked on the door and was like, "Whoa!" He didn't like. See yeah, it, but he like could yeah. infer like what was happening. Yeah. Mm. So. So that last shoe stepping scene didn't last long. He said, he "said you better apologize." He's like. He's like, I already told you, I'm sorry. He's like, what else you want me to do? He turns around and then Chadwick stabs him. And he, my friend- I will say he didn't seem very sorry. No. <laughs> he's like, not saying that that's excuses good. him being that's murdered, a, but you he go. did not that's, seem that's, sorry. It was not a genuine apology. Yes, well, um, not good enough for Chadwick Boseman's yeah. character, Levy. Yeah. And my friend audibly gasped when we watched that scene together because it was just- it, yeah, yeah. It comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh my god, what? Like, yeah, it's a shocker. It's just, yeah. a, just a brutal moment. You didn't. I mean, I guess, I, I guess, if you're someone who watches movies and tries to figure out what's going to happen, you might have seen something like this happening already because they just had a knife fight. So, um, but. Where, I mean, I was a little. I guess it was shock, but like the the men that were in the room watching this happen, <laughs> they just yeah. kind of stood there. I. I don't know. I guess you don't know what you're going to do in that situation until you're in it. But yeah, right. Sure. I remember was, thinking, uh, like, why are they not freaking out right now? They're just standing. Exactly. There. You never know what's going to happen until you're in it, Cassie. Yeah. It was like the time I was I was with my friend Michelle in a Manhattan diner eating breakfast, and a cockroach crawled out of my breakfast burrito. <laughs> You've told this story before, but not on the podcast, right? No, you have. Great. In that case, del deleting this also. <laughs> deleting. This. That's a good story. <laughs> okay, leaving it in. Never mind, leaving it in. Okay. But yeah, That's no, they just backed thing. away. Yeah, they just backed away. But what are you going to do? He already killed the guy. Oh, and he was like, Chadwick didn't even, he almost, the, the character didn't register what he'd done or didn't even believe it. He's like, you're going to be okay. He was holding him as he was falling. He was holding him all the way to the ground. He's like, you're he going like, to okay. you're gonna be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Don't What's look at that? me like that. Like, he's dying. Yeah. He's dead. That's how he's looking at you. Yeah. Yeah, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me. He was he was just a crazed animal in that moment. Just yeah. out for blood. But he just he had that he rage like meter up to ten. Yeah. Yeah. And the other two guys in the band just backed away. What are they gonna do? Tackle a guy crazy guy with a knife, you know? Yeah, that's true. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Self preservation, I guess. And yeah. And then you don't see Ma again at the end. She kind of fades away three quarters of the way through the film. Yeah. And it's about Chad it's all about Chadwick. And then like we said, and it's the white guys playing the music. Oh, but then and then another little touching coda is you see the real Ma Rainey, yeah, who was a real character at the end, and she did not have those grilled teeth though. So I don't know where they came up with that idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those were some so, teeth. I bet those were uncomfortable. I don't know. You think uh, like Rami Malek and his fake teeth in yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody? So yeah. So anyway, circling back to the Oscars. Yes. I'll ask you first. Okay. Do you think Chadwick Boseman should have won? Yes. You do? Yeah. Would you like to expand? <laughs> what's, what's to expand? I mean, I guess, I guess you could argue that Anthony Hopkins gave a more sustained performance. Cause like for instance, possibly, possibly I say, cause it, 
it seemed more sustained, but just that's only because you know immediately what's the deal with this character. Oh, he's got dementia. Oh, he's he's losing his you know losing his memories. But with Chadwick Boseman's character Levy, it's it's more of a sustained, gradual transformation, or so we think. He's already in that mode, but we just don't see it yet. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I mean, there's, he had a lot of layers in uh, in that in that fifteen minute Netflix dot, which you guys should watch. That will uh, roll immediately after. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix, the cast like Viola and even the Felicia Rashad, the mom from the Cosby show, who apparently taught him a class at not Harvard, Brown University. They, uh, they showed the notes he would he would take in the margin margin liners of, of the script and just talk about just like these amazing like insights he would have about the character. So, yeah, he okay. yeah, he really he really worked at it. He, he was he was originally a director. That's what he wanted to do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why do all and then Felicia, Rash- Felicia Rashad laughs in the documentary. She's like, and he turned out pretty good at that, didn't he? Mm. You know, acting, she meant. Yeah. He was pretty good at that, too. So, uh, yeah, he was, Anthony Hopkins was his more sustained performance. But just typically the Academy Awards goes for, like, these, like, like you know, you know, kind of o- over-the-top scenes that they show in their clips, you know, when they're running, like, you know, the Best Actor Awards, you know, or the Best Film. They'll show, like, a little clip. Yeah. And, Typically, the most dramatic film, I mean, the most dramatic moment is usually the one that takes on the gold. And there was no, there was nothing in The Father to match that, that level of intensity that Chadwick has. Well, I think the final scene in The Father matched that intensity. And I think that's why he won. But you are right yeah. about, like, I hadn't thought about Chadwick's characters had more, or character had more layers to it. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Honestly, I don't think there was, like, a wrong answer per se, because I think they are both so amazing. I I do think I wanted Anthony Hopkins to win. I thought he deserved it. And, but that doesn't take anything away. And certainly isn't to say that Chadwick Boseman wasn't absolutely amazing too. You know, I don't think like, I don't think there, there could have been a wrong move in this, in this situation, but obviously the way the Oscars handled it (laughs) was done very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I don't think, the Academy made a bad decision or anything like that. I just, maybe they need to like talk these things over, like <laughs> before they, right. it, it should, it, it should be, it, it should be staged like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, right. It should be, it's a show. I you want to stage it like a show, right? Everyone what? won already. Like apparently not. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It shouldn't be a mystery from the presenters of the show. What's going on. They should be in control of the true, show. True. They, they should hold a ballot and talk about it beforehand. So and if they saw that Anthony Hopkins won by like one vote or whatever, hell, yeah, they should have called everybody in the comments line and said, "Hey, how about we do a co-winner this year? Yeah. How about that, huh? Just our stupid show. We could we could give two winners. They could have made them both a winner, you know. Because at That's the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's it's just the Oscars, you know. <laughs> like, I know, I know, guys. Well, people love to argue about the Oscars, and we love to yell about movies. Fun. So, so we today. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. So, give me give me give me your review. I mean, it was a fantastic movie. I will say that, and this is nothing against it. This is just a me thing. It was a little slow for me. I don't know, maybe I need to see more like shiny objects to distract me. I have no idea. Even, even at an hour and a half, it was sh- it was a short film. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, okay. by comparison, like 
the father, I was super in like in no other circumstance would you compare these two movies, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but I was really enthralled by the father the entire time and like crying the entire time. And this one, while very good, I just, I don't know. Anyway. So right. No, we, we didn't see the point of it early on. Right. You're like, okay, right. they're making music. So what? So I guess I'll take off 0. 0.5 for my <laughs> getting a little bored. I'll say 9.5 Coke bottles out of 10. Oh, Coke bottles. Yeah. It, yeah. I thought, I thought, I mean, I love the performances. Like you said, mm-hmm. I thought they could have used a little more development scenes. So we'd know the audience would know a little bit more about what's going on guys. Just, you know, just one or two five minute scenes, make it an hour 45. What do you say? I'm going to, I'm going to give this nine gold dancing shoes out of 10. All right. To make good music with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and that's all, folks. That's all. Isn't that from Looney Tunes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Copyright infringement. Okay. Well, well, this was fun. I told you they'd yell about directors, yell about the plot. They yelled about the act and hope they let the guests talk. But mostly Josh and Cassie. Yeah.